If you're feeling God call you to pivot life as you know it by leaving your career plans to start an online business and you're terrified of how you'd ever actually pull that off, then you're a mama with a calling and this is the podcast for you. Here's where we'll talk about everything from choosing the right business and running it as a mom to biblical inspiration and motivation to conquer your fears. Because even though it's causing you some anxiety, you're also excited because you know God's calling you to it. And that means you're headed to a life with more joy, fulfillment, and purpose like you've always wanted. Hi, I'm Alexia Carrillo, fellow Mama with the Calling, and I'm passionate about helping other moms like you step into their calling and not stay stuck in their career for fear of going against the grain. I believe it's okay to pivot and follow God's calling on your life without the guilt or shame for not doing what the world says you should do. This is the Mama with the Calling podcast where we'll figure out how you can actually make this wild calling on your life become a reality. Let's grab some coffee and dive in. Hey guys, welcome back to the Mama with a Calling podcast. This is Alexia, your host. Before we get into today's episode, I want to let you know about a new challenge that I'm doing And this challenge is going to be all about how to confidently step into your calling. So if you are feeling challenged to consistently show up for your business, or you find yourself constantly doubting what you're doing, or if you should be doing it, or if anybody's ever going to, you know, buy anything from you, all of that comes from not believing, not having a true confidence that God has called you to this and knowing and believing that he's going to lead and guide you. So I want to make sure that as we head into summer here, that you guys are set, you are good to go, you're ready to show up for your business, even though it's beautiful outside, even though you're, you might be traveling or your kids are home or whatever, you got to have this encouragement, this boost of excitement for your business This reminder that you are called to do this and you can be confident in that. So to join that, it's going to be June 14th the 18th, 2021, uh, go to mamawithacalling.com slash confident calling, and you'll be able to sign up there. It's going to be in the Facebook group. But if you sign up, you'll get the notifications, the replays, the handouts, all the things. So I can't wait to see you guys there. Now for today's episode, it's kind of along the same lines. Um, I wanted to talk about the idea of being part of the body of Christ and understanding that you have a calling and that one calling isn't more honorable than another. So a lot of times I hear people talking about the doubt in their ability to do this thing that God has put on their heart, or they don't think that that business idea is even viable. Like who in the world's going to pay them to do this? Or maybe they don't feel like it's honorable enough. So maybe their career, right? Maybe the career you have is in the medical field or, or something that feels really prestigious, even like a teacher, right? I know that I was a teacher before and the feeling that you have and the honor, the, the, you know, there's no shame in saying I work with kids. I am changing their lives. I save people every day. I'm doing research. I'm, you know, you feel very proud about that kind of a job. And then maybe the business that God's putting on your heart is something like that doesn't feel like it's anywhere near the same. And maybe it's that you're feeling really called to teach other moms how to meal plan. And in your mind, like teaching moms how to meal plan compared to curing cancer, those two don't feel like they equal up. But I want to challenge you to reframe the way you're viewing this. um, Because it's really important when we understand that 
everyone has their role to play and it's not going to be the same, but you still have to stand in the calling that you have, in the thing that God has given you. And I, this came up as I'm reading through 1 Corinthians Um this is in 1 Corinthians 12, verses 12 through 24. And I'll kind of skip around a little bit in there. But Paul is talking to the Corinthians and he talks about the body of Christ. And he said, For just as the body is one and has many parts, and all the parts of that body, though many, are one body. So there's a whole bunch of parts. They come together. There's a bunch of them, but it's still one body. So also is Christ. And it says, the body is not one part, but many. If the foot should say, because I'm not a hand, I don't belong to the body. It is not for that reason, any less a part of the body. If the whole body were an eye, where would the hearing be? If the whole body were an ear, where would the sense of smell be? But as it is, God has arranged each one of the parts in the body just as he wanted. And if they were all the same part, where would the body be? As it is, there are many parts, but one body. And those parts of the body that we consider less honorable, we clothe these with greater honor and our unrespectable parts are treated with greater respect, which our respectable parts do not need. Instead, God has put the body together, giving greater honor to the less honorable so that there would be no division in the body, but that the members would have the same concern for each other. So if one member suffers, all the members suffer. If one member is honored, all the members rejoice with it. Now you are the body of Christ and individual members of it. And then he goes on to talk about different spiritual gifts. And actually, I went further than that. I went into verse 27. But what stood out to me about this is that this really, you know, this is talking about the body of Christ. But I think this really applies to us when our in our business too, especially if God is leading you to do this business. I think a lot of times we dismiss our business as being something that is actually impacting God's kingdom, but that's not at all true. If God's asking you to do this, it's for a reason. You don't know who you're going to reach or who you're going to impact or how you're going to impact them or what God's plan is with what he's asking you to do. So we shouldn't decide on the front end that it doesn't matter. If, if you are part of the kingdom, if you are a Christian, if you are following God and one of his children, then he has a job for you. It says so right here. He has something that you have been designed to do. So I want to like pull out a few things from this passage that I think that are really important to to sit with and to think about and to really remember as entrepreneurs, any kind of entrepreneur, but definitely as Christian entrepreneurs. So number one, no job is better than another when it's to glorify and honor God. So again, you know, like I said earlier, a lot of times we wrestle with leaving our career that we worked so hard for to suddenly do this online business. And I honestly, I was in this boat where I really felt like nothing I did online was ever going to be as as good or as honorable as anything I could do out in the quote unquote real world. That if I had a job, if I had a career, that was the top of the top. Me doing something online felt less than, but that's just not true. Not only do I have a totally different perspective of that now, because the impact that I am making, even through this podcast, having God use me to speak life into you guys and to be able to bring people closer to God and to read the Bible and, and encourage entrepreneurs to turn to God as they're growing their business, that is a way bigger impact than anything I was doing before. But I didn't see it that way. And you may not see it that way either. And I want to encourage you to shift your thinking here. Because whatever God is asking you to do, 
is what is important to glorify and honor him and to build the kingdom. So if you're called to be in your job, then that's great. That's what you should be doing. But if you're called to do this other thing, and it's an online business, it's not better or worse or anything like that. It's whatever God's calling you to do. That's the thing that matters the most. And this comes to play too, when you leave your job, right? A lot of your peers that you used to work with might kind of look down on you or you might feel less than but don't let the enemy trick you with those words and those thoughts. Just because he wants you to think that you're doing less than, that you're not doing as good of a job as they are, that you don't have the life that they have, that you don't have, you don't have, you don't have. That's going to prevent you from doing the thing that God wants you to do. And that's exactly what the enemy wants, right? So instead, you're not going to give him that stronghold. You're not going to give him that footing. You're going to hold on to this truth that no job is better than another when it comes to glorifying God and honoring him. And number two... And this sort of plays into that, which is we are designed to play a critical role, to have a specific job for the kingdom. So we talked about, you know, Paul talked about the body of Christ and just think about our own bodies, right? We have all these different parts, parts that you can see, parts you can't see, things going on inside. I mean, down to the DNA, everything has a role and everything was designed very specifically for that role with a specific purpose in mind. And so if you find yourself doubting that you're able to do this, or that you should be doing something else, because somebody else is telling you that that isn't an honorable thing that you're doing. Remember that God created you this way, that somebody else, you know, another person, we are, you know, of the flesh and humans, and there are people around you who may come at you and act like or try to get you to change your mind, not because they're, they're ill intent, but they are, they are trying to protect you because in their minds, they can't understand why you wouldn't want to be the doctor or why you don't want to be a teacher anymore or why you don't want to be a nurse or a lawyer or whatever that is. They can't comprehend because their mind is stuck in the worldly view of it, right? Which is the money and the prestige and all the security, the safety, all those things. But if you're not following God, and you're doing something that's completely over and left field, because just because you want to, which one do you think God is going to bless you in more? Which one do you think is going to align more with you? Where are you going to have more peace? doing the thing that you're not actually designed to do, or stepping into exactly what you're supposed to do and saying, Oh, I'm supposed to be, you know, a finger. I'm not supposed to be, I don't know, a toe, right? Like it's not the same. It has a totally different job. And even though one may have felt cooler or better or whatever, it's like, that's not what I was made for. So really thinking about that, when you think about um, leaving your job and transitioning to working from home to having your own business, that it may be very different. And your brain, our brains are designed to keep us safe, right? So your brain is going to flip out if you have been working in a career doing all the things for years, because that was safe, you're alive still. So your body is telling you like, hey, this is what we do. We're not we're not doing a different job over here. And when you try to make strong towards this new thing, even though you're going to have a knowing that it's the right thing, you're also going to have all these nagging thoughts of, are you sure? Is this, are you sure this is right? Maybe you should just go back. Maybe you should just stay here. It's safe over here. Don't go over there. Don't try that new thing. And you're going to have this battle. But if you can really pray about it, tune into it and ask yourself, is God calling me to do something different? And it's okay to change because 
throughout our lives. And I feel like it's an ongoing process. We try to figure out exactly what role we're supposed to play. And that means listening to the Holy Spirit prompting you. So any bit of unrest or unsettling you feel, listen to that. And then kind of leading in from that is if you try to ignore that calling, then you're actually taking away from the kingdom by not doing your part. I mean, like Paul was saying, you know, imagine if a thumb decided that it didn't want to be a thumb anymore. And now you can't grab things, right? You don't have a thumb, you now have it wants to be an eye instead. Now you got three eyes and no thumb and it's all out of whack, right? But the thumb looked at the eye and said, No, I want to do that honorable job, it gets to see it gets to control where the body walks and all of this. But the thumb had an amazing job. And it, it was very, very valuable. And it just didn't understand its worth. Now I'm being kind of cheesy with my analogy here, but but I'm serious, like this comes to play with us. And I think a lot of times, and I've said this before, I'll say it again, again, I just posted this on Instagram too, that our intellect a lot of times will get in the way of what God is actually telling us to do. And I'm saying that from experience, because when you are so used to making decisions from the perspective of data, risk assessment, you know, logic, money, all of that, it's really, really hard to let go of all of that and say, God, where do you want me? God, what do you want me to do? Because God might say, hey, I need you to stay right here doing this thing. And it may feel like it's not safe. It's not the thing that you wanted to do. It's not the thing that you thought was the best. It's not the thing that's going to make the most money in your mind. It's not the most honorable in your head. But we don't know anything. God knows everything. And so really surrendering to what he's asking you to do. And I just want to put a plug here too, to say that sometimes your thing that you're supposed to be doing right now might be just to be a stay at home mom, and that's okay. Or it could be to have a business and that's okay. Maybe you think that you're supposed to be a stay at home mom, but really God's saying, I want you to love your kids and I want you to take care of them and see them. But I have a business for you to grow and you need to balance the two. And that's okay too. So really listening to where the Holy Spirit is leading you. Number four, looking at, this is a little bit different, but I think this also, this is a huge thing as an entrepreneur, which is that if you start looking at other jobs um, and we start admiring those and not looking at all the jobs as being equal, we start looking at each person then has a better or worse job. So this might mean that you feel like, well, I'm better than this other person because my job is more honorable. Now you may not think that you would ever really say that, but there there might be some kind of some subconscious thinking there. But for sure, I think this comes up a lot, which is we're going to look at other people and say, "Ooh, she gets to be a speaker. I'm only a blogger." Or that person is writing books and they're being sold all over the world and thousands of people are reading them and you know, I have a couple hundred people listening to my podcast, like, who am I, right? And we start to compare. And this is so easy to compare ourselves, especially with social media. And sometimes the comparison can actually lead to jealousy or even bitterness. When you see someone else that's doing something similar to you, or they're doing the thing that you actually really wanted to do, and they're already doing it. But when we remember that we're all called to do something for God and designed to do our specific job, then there's really no reason to be jealous at all, right? But we're human and we have our sin nature, right? We have our flesh. And so we are going to slip back into that jealousy in comparison if we're not careful, if we're not remembering these truths that we 
first of all, shouldn't be jealous of each other at all. But that starts with comparison. So not looking around us and saying, oh, that person's doing something different than me. Instead, we just encourage and lift each other up. One person doing something for the kingdom means we're all succeeding. The other day, I listened to an amazing podcast episode by Heather Dollar of Faith First Marketing. And technically, I guess that could be seen as a competitor. But I was like, um, that's an amazing episode. I want other women to hear that because that was awesome advice. I had two choices. One, I could just not share it. Like I said, I had three choices. One, not share it at all. Keep it to myself and use it in my business, right? Two, take what I learned from her podcast and record a different episode that kind of incorporated that. And it come across like I did it. Look, I have this great insight that did not feel good. And I did not do that. And then the third is that I could share it with others and not being afraid that somehow people are going to flock over to hers and I'm never going to have enough clients or, or something like that. Because it's not about that. She is working for God and I am working for God. And together, God has a big, amazing plan and we all have a role in it. And me lifting her up is the same thing as lifting my business and my life and the kingdom of God. It's all about the kingdom. So when we put it's not about us and what we are achieving or not achieving. It's about the whole kingdom. So when we look at it like that, there's no reason to be bitter or jealous or any of that. And this is echoed in 1 Corinthians 3, when Paul is talking to the church about how people have started basically saying like, I'm, I'm under Paul or I'm under Apollos. So let's see what he says. He says, starting in verse three, for since there is envy and strife among you, are you not worldly and behaving like mere humans? For whenever someone says, I belong to Paul and another says, I belong to Apollos, are you not acting like mere humans? What then is Apollos? What is Paul? They are servants through whom you believed and each one has the role the Lord has given. I planted, Apollos watered, but God gave the growth. So neither the one who plants nor the one who waters is anything, but only God who gives the growth. Now he who plants, and he who waters are one and each will receive his own reward according to his own labor. For we are God's co-workers. That is my favorite verse. I love that because I love all of Corinthians. But when I when I heard Paul saying that, I was like, yes, we just like I was saying, like I am, I may be planting and Heather could be watering, but God decides the growth. You know, you don't get to decide who here's this message, here's your message, and responds, the Holy Spirit decides. All your job is, is to show up and do what God's asking you to do and look at everyone around you and think, yep, let's like, I am so excited that she's also spreading this message because this matters because God has given it to us. And we're all working for the kingdom for the glory. So I hope that encourages you. And I and I hope that you can remember these principles the next time that you start doubting that you have any role to play here, that you're important, or that anything that is on your heart as an entrepreneur is, is even a good idea. That the business idea that keeps coming to mind for you, which by the way, is the Holy Spirit tapping and tapping and tapping, it's not going to let up that if you start thinking like, "Mm, that's not good enough, that's not a good enough business, that's not a good enough idea, or you find yourself comparing or even being jealous or bitter of other entrepreneurs around you. I want you to remember these principles, lean on them, read them for yourself, study them. Maybe there's parts of them that you want to memorize. I know that I... I say all the time, like I'm co-working with God, I'm co-working with God and the watering and the planting part. I remember that all the time because that is so important because that's another part of 
thinking, oh, my business didn't work or, you know, this idea didn't work, quote unquote, but you don't know what's going on out there. You don't know who got watered, who got planted and who God is growing things in and your message and your action and your whatever it is you created or said or did, you don't know the impact it's having. So just remembering that all the time and trusting that God is bringing all things together for the good of those who love him. I also want to, as we wrap up here, I want to remind you guys about the confident in your calling challenge. So this is perfect if you are struggling with being confident in where God's calling you. It's really hard to show up every day and grow your business and be an entrepreneur and work late nights or early mornings or whatever it takes. Or even as we go into summer here, it's so beautiful and there's trips and all these things. It's really hard to value your business if you aren't confident in your calling in the first place. So I want to make sure that you are grounded in that, that you know exactly where God is calling you, that he is calling you, and that you are here for a purpose. So I'd love to have you join me over there. It's June 14th through the 18th. It's going to be in the Mama with the Calling community. And to sign up, go to mamawiththecalling.com slash confident calling, and you'll get in the loop there. I hope you guys have a great rest of the week. And in the meantime, until next time, keep pursuing your calling. Thanks for listening to the Mama with the Calling podcast. As always, you'll find the show notes for today's episode at mamawiththecalling.com slash podcast. Really quick before you head out, are you loving these episodes? To make sure this podcast gets in the ears of as many mamas as possible, please head on over to Apple Podcasts and leave a review. And while you're there, make sure you subscribe so you don't miss out on any future episodes. I'm going to be reading your reviews on the podcast, so I can't wait to hear from you. Also, if you know someone that needs to hear these episodes, grab a screenshot and share it on Instagram. And don't forget to tag me at Mama with a Calling so I can share it in my stories. Until next time, keep pursuing your calling.